everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Far Oot Podcast. This is Todd Perry. Once again, Buck Perez. How we doing, eh? Hey, doing good. And the left of me, Ellie Diggin. Good to be here. <laughs> Should... He's Canadian, yeah. <laughs> now we're going to start uh, all talking Canadian, like are the fake Canadian versions of ourselves. It's weird. Listen to a tribute show yourself. It's very weird. Now, we're going to start picking up the mannerisms of people doing us. Good Lord. How everything I, I say sounds pretentious and... Uh, you know, kind of bloviating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I sense that for myself. Listening to my, you, you, the mock me. The, the real Buck Perez is the most non-pretentious bloviating kind of guy. <laughs> well, I am wearing a shirt that says I'm with genius right now. So yes, that's true. But but you're with ge- the genius. Oh, you're not shit. the genius. I just realized. Yeah, the arrow is pointing towards the garage door. So it's uh, my neighbor <laughs> across the street is the genius over there. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to the show. Love you for doing it at Todd A Perry on the Twitter. At Buck Perez on the Twitter, and um, not on the Twitter. Ellie Dagan, not on the Twitter. I'm on the Twitter, but not on the Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just got it. Yeah, I don't even do it. I don't tweet. Yeah, no twat in here. Uh, <laughs> once you start, man. Once you, once you go down the tweet rabbit hole. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Twitter addict now. Um, so recently, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, I've shed a few pounds. I haven't noticed. I've, I've lost like nine pounds. In the last like uh, two months, and you're not the most um, you know stout individual as it no. is. You're not you know. It's not like I look at Todd and go, "Damn, Todd, you you could you can lose a few." Yeah, no, I um I uh, I decided that the thing is I don't I don't like working out. It's mm. not my thing. But I was getting kind of a beer gut, so I decided to kind of like change up my eating habits or whatever. But I realized that the worst thing you can ever do is announce to people, especially like if you work in an office, be like, you know what, I'm on a diet. Like I'm, I'm trying to lose weight or whatever because then you gotta hear everybody's fucking opinion on dieting. Like mm. I'm just like you know what I'm gonna consume less calories a day and you know e- eat a little more chicken and eat a bunch of stuff that doesn't have like a bun on it and just kind of watch like you know eat like 1600 calories a day during the week you know and so you get the McChicken at McDonald's or no or no the filet I don't, fish no I try to avoid the McDonald's avoid the, McDonald's uh, what are you talking about I know really. Yeah, I I, I, don't, I you don't, don't. You don't do the healthy menu over there. No, no, I, I don't. I don't. I, I will do the. I do the fresco meal sometimes at uh, the drive-through diet at Taco Bell. Get a salad at Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I get the baked potato. Oh, there you go. Yeah, lo- love me some baked potatoes, but you know. So, but the worst thing you can do because then everybody's got to tell you their own diet shit, like. And lots of people, like uh, in West LA or whatever, where I work, they're into the CrossFit thing, which is like the new cult. It's like the new Scientology. Hmm. It's like a bunch of people walking around carrying telephone poles and shit, and like climbing I've, mountains. And I've not heard of this. Oh no, it's it's a huge it's a huge fucking deal. Once you open CrossFit, your eyes, yeah, I've heard. to the CrossFit thing, and you see everybody on Facebook like saying all like the CrossFit slogans, and it's it's a whole. It is a cult. I, yeah, I haven't hit the that age where uh, my friends are hitting the uh, workout cult yet i'm getting close yeah i'm getting right. close to that once once like 32 hits everybody goes oh shit i'm fat or I, I can't burn calories like i used to or i have a desk job and my ass is getting big but i mean that's the turning point you either go whole hog and you just become a fat ass or you you know kind of watch your shit and i and you know it's like my wife works out four days a week i got to kind of keep my shit together you know i, I don't want to be all right, all right. Sorry about that. We've been having some weird audio stuff going on, so uh, I think we've cured it. God. <laughs> you know, Todd. I do know. Um, through this past vacation, I met a shaman. 
I really? This girl who is a shaman, yeah. So maybe she can come in here and try to debug all the stuff that, you know, because every show we do have some technical difficulties. Yeah. It's, it's not a joke, yeah. There's some weird voodoo in the far out garage. Right. And There's like weird crickets and weird bugs. It's like, I feel like maybe somebody died here years ago. There's a there's an Indian burial ground under your garage. Pavunga? <laughs> so I don't know. Like the weird thing is, I my, my point is, if you're going to try to lose weight, don't tell anybody. Because you, then you get, you got to hear everybody's shit where they're like, well, you know, what, what you got to do is if you just remove all the gluten from your diet or if you only eat like we did in the Jurassic period, like Salwin's <laughs> balls deep in this shit. But um, Is he a raw person? Like he only eats raw vegetables, raw shit? No, he only eats like... He's on the caveman diet. He's on mm. the caveman diet. And it's like that—that's its own cult. So that's mm. a thirty-two-year-old problem. I feel once thirty between thirty-two and like forty-five is the weird dieting phase. Like maybe when you're in your twenties, you're like, you know, maybe obsessed with spirituality or or politics or some way you're going to change the world. And then as you move in from like thirty-two to forty-five, you're like, how do I just keep myself from not dying or getting cancer? And then at, I think after forty-five, I don't know, I'm not there yet, but you get into swinging. <laughs> I think you're already planned for that. You're like hoping that, that shows up early. Oh, the, the swinging, the swinging gene like kicks Much in. Much like the hereditary baldness showed up early. That showed up very early. <laughs> I, I, just that, throwing that. And in. that's when you guys start swinging because no one wants to fuck you because you have no hair. I gotta say though, uh, that might have been something to do with the apartment that you guys lived in. You should probably get a class action suit on that. Oh well, well. The, the great thing was my old apartment, I walked in one day and there was a notice in front of my building. I'm like walking home, I'm getting my mail, and then there's a sign above my mailbox they put in, apropos to nothing, nobody told me anything about it, and it just said, this building may contain lead paint. Wow. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you. Thank you. Can, can I get my rent reduced? No, 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 no. Can I at least get the, you know, the... the, the, the the back patio fixed so no. no one falls off during a party? No. no. Eventually it got you know. fixed. Eventually it got fixed. Can, can yeah. I have birth defects? Yes, you can. Yes, but you, yes. Yes, you can. Yes, we can. <laughs> Far Out is brought to you by Tupac Malt Liquor, the finest for when you have to pour one out for the finest. Product not potable or designed for human consumption may cause blindness, not officially endorsed by the Shakur estate. Recently, my wife and I, we went on a, a road trip. You know, we, we drove out to Palm Springs. like, you know, a two-hour drive out of town. And uh, we had the radio on, and we were enjoying ourselves, listening to 100.3 The Sound, which is a classic rock station. But they play, like, slightly deeper cuts. Like, they don't play Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. They play Tumbling Dice. Yeah, it's a good station. Yeah, it's a really good for radio in L.A., which is, like, most of the time, like, music stations and stuff suck in general in America these days, but this is actually a, a, a good damn station. Could you, Ellie, could you do your best announcer, the sound of Southern California? The sound of Southern California. Oh, that's pretty good. And so we heard this song, and my wife was like, what are they singing in the chorus? This sounds really bad. So oh. I want to I play it for you guys, and you tell me what you think they said. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche, another yeah. runner in the night. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. Am I wrong? Did they not say wrapped up like a douche? Wrapped up like a douche. Am I wrong? And my my wife goes, did they just say wrapped up like a douche? And like, you're right. That's definitely what he says. But I think he tries to play it off in later years as saying deuce. Well, okay. I want to play it one more time. 
I'm gonna, and, but but people didn't call people douches back in the '70s when Manfred Mann wrote this song, <laughs> correct? Like it wasn't like you didn't call people douches. He was right? just so ahead of his time. He was ahead of his time with the douching. I'm gonna play it one more time, and I, so the audience can hear it. I'm like flashing back to high school when I was listening to this record. This was, was it, Steve Miller? This was you, Manfred Mann. All right, here we go. On 100.3, the sound. Blinded by the light. Wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. Blinded by the douche, right? It gets more apparent. There's no other word he could be saying. There, there was no other word but douche yeah. going on there. Man for man is a douche. Yeah, and so uh, the, the actual lyrics are blinded by the light, revved up like a douche. Another runner in the night. That sounds he's like he's on deck to take a mean shit. Yeah. Revved up like a deuce. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like he's just like, revved up like a deuce. He just ate the I'm sorry sauce. Now, he's either going from taking a shit to douching. Okay. Now, man for man is deep. Like, I didn't know he got this deep. No, I think, well, dudes can't douche unless you, oh, but I think there the is. butt douche? The, the backside. The backside. So this is a song about a high colonic. <laughs> might be. Might be. Mm. Well, it, he's getting deep. Well, it sounds like wrapped up like a douche. Yeah. Which I don't even know what that could possibly mean. Mm. Yeah, revved up like a douche. Well, like a douche could be like a douche coupe. Like your car, like little douche coupe. You don't know. See, that's what I got. that's reaching right there. He's blatantly saying douche. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's obvious. <laughs> it's a blatant so, douching? Yeah, I mean, come on. I don't know. Well, that was just like, you know, when you go on road trips with your wife, you have these kind of conversations. Mm. You, you've talked about everything after, you know, I met her during the Clinton administration. Things have been discussed. Yeah. You know, you, you start you start digging digging deeper and start really for, once you get married, you can start having the 30-minute conversations about, did he say douche or did he not say douche? See, maybe that's my problem. I bring this up on like day three. <laughs> like you day, cut the ch- cut to the chase. Day three, I'm like man for man, douche or not? Yeah, you know. And listen to this song. <laughs> <laughs> got a radio so, wait, at the wait. table. Like, wait, listen again. Hold on. So this is this is Buck's uh, Buck's first date. Is, is yeah. like the- nice to meet you. Hi, it's nice to meet you too, Buck. Yeah. My name is Watalinda. Oh, nice. Uh, please listen to this. What's he saying? Not, not, not right here. We have to rewind it a bit. With the audio. Okay, here we go. So, now, now, I'm sorry, your name was? Watalinda. Oh, nice to meet you. Me gusta. Yeah. So, I'll be having the spaghetti, and she'll be having anything of equal or lesser value. I'll have the coupon right here. Thank you. And just tell me what they're saying right here, Wendy. Okay. I think he's saying the douche. He's saying douche, right? Let's see. Oh, this is, this is going to be love. This is a good, good time. All right. Really weird that I have a radio in this restaurant, but it's cool. Did did you want to order drinks with this meal? No. I see. Really? Corona. Oh. <laughs> Dosakis and Corona. Yeah. Dos Coronas and one Dosaki. Now, but now, Buck, I've heard that you you have a rule where uh, never pay more than forty dollars on a date. Try not to. I actually like that rule. That's yeah. I mean, seriously, I, I have pulled the coupon out or two. On a date. Just to let them know. On an early dates? <laughs> Three or four. <laughs> you got to let them know, you know? When was the last time you pulled out a coupon on a date? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Buck Perez yeah. at faroffpodcast.com. You can you can email him or at Buck Perez on Twitter. And if you want to have this, the Buck. Everyone wants a deal. You know, everyone you, loves a hey, deal. Hey, you know what? Let me let me cheers you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, what you got to do is if, if you are rolling with the coupon on a date, because, you know, it, it's, 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 it's hard. It's a bold move. Well, it's a bold, but the thing is, it's hard. It's... It's not. This sounds like the ultimate like bad 
radio like topic you know people are poor these days you know you know the economy the economy is horrible Every, everything goes back to the economy but but if you do need to bust a coupon on the date or whatever or you got one of those visa gift cards somebody gave you for oh, that's um, a, the for american Christmas, express 25 dollar gift card you yeah. give it to the waiter ahead of time and so then the, the no. woman doesn't need to know no you want Bold. the woman to know what she's yeah. dealing with yeah exactly he's up front <laughs> i'm a very you know off the cuff person i want them to know yeah. you want them to know that this is i am this he, cheat you want them to bring in the coupons next time hopefully i mean that's a that's a caliber of female i'm looking for yes maybe that's the ultimate move where you don't just you don't bring your own coupon you ask your woman to procure a coupon before the date oh there you go and buck Perez is still single <laughs> yes and uh yeah going out Probably next week. I'll see if I can get a coupon for where I'm going. You have a date next week? No, we'll see. What, we'll see if I can get a coupon for it. We'll see. <laughs> then there will be a date if I, if I can find one. Yeah. One of my favorite moments was when Buck and I used to be roommates. Buck uh, went out. Very pretty girl, Kelly Shumbukuro. I don't know why that relationship didn't last, but Buck went out with her, and I'm like, Buck, where'd you would you take the girl on uh, your first date? And Buck goes. The three dollar movie theater, Redondo Beach. Hey man, and I believe uh, in line. I asked for a uh, student discount. <laughs> three dollars. Yes, and uh, the gentleman behind me was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like he was very upset that I asked for a three dollars or my student discount. I I was going to El Camino College at the time, and you know this, as you can see, I love a discount. You know, I love a deal. It's a thirty-seven cents for you guys to see. What movie did you see with Kelly Shimbukuro? I don't know. Some. It was like nineteen ninety-seven. Right. It might have been like uh, was it six cents or something like that. I think that was playing there or something. The, the six cents. For six cents is what you wanted to do, basically. <laughs> I wanted to get that, yes. But uh, I, I, I love that. I love that about you. Um, I love. I took my wife to the before they closed it down, the three dollar theater in Redondo Beach. I, I took my wife to see Lakeview Terrace, the Samuel L. Jackson movie. Sure, yeah. And uh, I, I actually that was a cheesy movie, but I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> but it was really dark in the theater because they couldn't afford the dimming lights. In the because of the three dollar theater, so it was either dark, there was no lights whatsoever, hmm. or all the lights were up, nothing dim. So it was really dark in the theater. Where like almost, if you get up to go to the bathroom and you go back in to find your seat, you you have no idea where you're sitting. But you're lost, yeah. and it's not. I I know these three dollar theaters. I've I've been to a few of them, and they're not big enough that you should be able to get lost. No, no, it, it was a small theater, and I, when the lights came up on the film at the end of the movie. And uh, I was sitting. I was sitting down. My wife was to the right of me in the seat with her dollar popcorn. And then mysteriously, there was a dude sitting right next to my wife. And this wasn't a sellout, by the way. There were plenty of open seats. There was a homeless guy drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade that was sat next to us the entire film, and we didn't even realize it. We just looked, and it was like we didn't we didn't smell the guy. Nothing. I just looked at my wife. Was like, oh boy, there's been a homeless man sitting next to us the whole time in the theater. I was actually going to make uh, a similar comment. The last time I went to one of those theaters when they were still around, the lights came up and there was a homeless guy sleeping because he knew for a dollar fifty he could just go inside to the air conditioned theater all day. Right, and just because they don't out. they don't kick people out. No, why would you do that? <laughs> This episode of the Far Out Podcast is brought to you by Disarona. This holiday season, the world's favorite Amaretto liqueur would like to remind you, the couple that drinks Disarona together watches porno together. So Elliot's got a list here of, and I, and I found this online the other day. Um, let's do a nice smooth transition with this. Buck, do you have any weird... <laughs> 
I don't know what's what's so going smooth. On. Yeah. <laughs> so smooth transition. Buck, do you have any weird? <laughs> any, you, Moving on, Buck. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to hear the far oots version of that transition. But Buck, do you have any weird uh, medical conditions or anything? Like, I have a weird blood type. Like, oh. I have a weird blood type that you can only give to babies. Like, you know, like there, there's like a blood virus that only like X percent of society, like 95% of everybody has a certain virus in their blood, so they can't give their blood to babies. I have, I don't have the, the blood virus, so I get approached by the Red Cross. I'm a, I'm a medical anomaly, as some would say. Now, Buck, is, Buck Elliot, is there anything you guys have weird going on? You, or? I, I think you know about this about me, I and I'm being 100% serious about this. I do have a tendency to have seizures. I've had seizures since I was a kid, since I was a baby. I've never seen Coming you have a seizure. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So if we shine a bright light on you real quick, will you, will you have No, a- no, no. It's not like that. I've been to many raves. and You've seen episodes of Pokemon and you were fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but um, these things have happened to me since, like I said, I was a baby. I've had them uh, just throughout my life at different times. Like I'll just, uh, I think I remember being in third grade and going to get a drink of water and then just waking up in the hospital and really yeah and this was like i'll just have these seizures and during around the time i think it was like 18 or 19 i was in hawaii visiting my pops and i had one out there and basically my brother said he fucking put a put his wallet in my mouth you know because i was basically like yeah that's the move yeah because you're gonna swallow your tongue or whatever exactly so after that it was like man again i wake up in the hospital i'm just my shirt is completely drenched and I'm just like, why is my shirt wet? What was that in the water? He's like, right. my, my dad's like, that was your sweat. You know, so I was just like, wow. It was, it was kind of eye-opening. So after that, I went to a doctor. They do like CAT scans, all that shit on your brain. I go to a doctor and he's, he puts me on this medication. And like on this medication, I'm not supposed to drink or anything like that. But it's like, I didn't like how this medication was making me feel. So I go back to him. and I'm just like, look, I don't like how this stuff is making me feel. I don't like it. And he's just like... Well, to be honest, it's like you can have these things at any time in your life. You know, it, it's not to the point where you're suffering like every day, like people have epileptic seizures every day. So this this medicine is for that type of stuff. Right. So since you don't have that, it's it, it would probably wouldn't do anything if you didn't take it anymore. Now, when was the last time you had a seizure? A um, few years after that. Uh, yeah. It's a long after, time. Maybe like four. Four or five years, yeah. Wow. Something like that. And I think it's this scar right here. That's what I got that scar from was I was basically in my kitchen and I was, I think I was running towards, I was going towards the room where someone was because I, I could feel something was happening with me. Like this is the first time where I, I mean, just, it's not like, it's not like you running through your kitchen is like a, a, a jet plane landing strip. Like, you know, no, Buck's, no. Buck's kitchen is not. It's not. It, well, this is a different apartment at the time, but yeah. It's not Kublicon. <laughs> no, no. So anyway, but I think I was running towards where that person was because I, I was feeling kind of weird. And I think I passed out halfway through because I fell forward into like a pantry thing. Like, oh. And that's where my head hit right here. And then I went backwards and my head hit back here. So I had like, oh. a, yeah, so it was kind of a weird thing. The person that I was with comes out of the room and they find me on the floor. And my head's bleeding right here and right here. Oh, shit. And I'm unconscious. Yeah, so that was kind of a weird thing. Is that what makes you so good at Temple Run? I think so. I'm just in the zone, dude. You know what's up. So you got a weird... Did they ever diagnose it with a name of what your problem is? is uh, buck symptom. It's buckalepsy? <laughs> yeah, buckalepsy. 
Usually buckalepsy so, is just what happens when you get too high and you can't move off the couch. But. That's that's what this is for anyway. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> it's medical. That's what it is. Anyway, so if you do see me, because this happened in third grade, because I've always been the jokester. Buck's always been hilarious. Oh, yeah. I'm and not. for 125 episodes in the Far Out Podcast. Trying. Who, who could say you're not? You know? <laughs> trying. Anyway, if you do see me having a seizure, I'm not fucking around. All right? It, it's not Buck being funny. So Buck jokes about everything but seizures. But seizures, right. Exactly. Not that fucking funny. That's your PSA. Yeah. So, so uh, Sorry to bring the show down. Yeah. So Elliot has a list of... Uh, what, what, what's this list of? Eight bizarre and fascinating medical tales from Listverse. All right. So we got some bizarre medical tales here. So maybe... Maybe it'll make you feel better, Buck, to know that other people are dealing with some weird... You're not alone. I'm not alone. That's the ultimate answer. As a man who works in advertising, you're, it's always like... Do you have erectile dysfunction? You're not alone. Do you have buccalepsy? Yeah, that's my problem. My, my weird thing, erectile dysfunction. No, I'm just kidding. All right. All right, Elliot, so what, what, what do we got here? All right, first off, Todd Fave, man with Vulcan blood. Oh. In October 2005 at St. Paul's Hospital in Vancouver, doctors were inserting an arterial man i'm not gonna say these medical terms right yeah 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 arterial line into a 42 year old patient to relieve pressure in his legs after falling asleep in a kneeling position which i gotta say that's already weird yeah, yeah. falling asleep in a kneeling position it's like falling asleep in catholic church right that's what it sounds like <laughs> yeah. well then i guess it's not that weird when they were startled to see dark green blood trickle out of the patient instead of the usual bright red. Wow. Oh. So he had, he had Vulcan blood. Vulcan blood. Analysis of the samples taken from the patient revealed another condition called, oh man, this is a hard one, solthemoglobinema. All right, we, we, don't, we don't need to get into the Beatitudes here. Just a, a rare condition where hydrogen sulfide combines with ferric ions and blood deforms, which causes the blood to turn dark green. Yeah, so this, this motherfucker <laughs> had green blood. <laughs> So, yeah, I've heard of blood being, it's another color in your body, isn't it? And then when it's, it hits It's naturally oxygen, blue. It's naturally blue, right? Yeah. And then when it hits When oxygen, it gets oxygenized, it's red. Right. Yeah, so the, your veins, uh, what is it? The going away from your heart are red, or the going into your heart are red and going away are blue. Wow, the show's getting deep. Wow, that's, that, that's kind of nutty. That would be, that would be the, the most awesome nerd cred in the world, though. Like, because, you know, nerds, are always trying to out-nerd each other on shit. Like, like, it, the, like you know, getting the uh, tooth implants uh, so you can look like a vampire. Right. Like, okay, imagine this. Like, let's say you're at Comic-Con, right? And, like, I don't know, there's a big, there's a big I don't know, a Firefly discussion going on on stage. And then you just walked up in the middle of the stage, cut yourself, as nerds are known to do. Maybe the female <laughs> nerds cuts by the thigh. <sighs> Mark Chambers. And walk out there. And just slit the wrist and bleed green blood all over the stage. That would be the ultimate nerd death. Just, Look at me. Just be like, fuck your shit. Star Trek. Live long and prosper. And just, or or uh, when, when Spock dies in Star Trek 2, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And then you throw up the big, uh, the, the big Vulcan thing and you bleed blood. That would be the ultimate nerd death. So, uh, Elliot, we got anything else there in the eight bizarre medical stories? Impaled by a faucet. Okay. Uh, 
Yee Zhao, a 57-year-old from Chongqing, Chongqing, China, was rushed to the emergency room after accidentally impaling his eye socket with a bathroom faucet after Ooh. firefighters cut off the pipes. Ooh. At the hospital, the faucet made it impossible to form a CT scan, so a plumber was called to remove a foot of pipe jutting out of his eye. So that, okay, like... He's still alive, though. I guess so. And, and the funny thing is, like, you know you're fucked when you go to the doctor for something and he has to call a plumber. <laughs> we need professionals. Yeah, this is not my expertise. <laughs> like, I'm going to need to call Mike Diamond, the smell good plumber, to come in here and take care of what's going on with your eye. Now, do they, I wonder if they have that in uh, China, if they have, like, Zhengzhou, the smell good plumber. Because I don't think you have a Bubba plumber in China. I was going to say, no Bubba's here, ma'am. Yeah. No like, bubbles in China. They don't have a big fat Chinese guy come out showing his ass crack like ching chong, you know, you know, and uh, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> but, but they don't, you know. I, yeah, I, it's pronounced Chongqing. <laughs> All right, right on. I'm sure that's not how it's really pronounced. But you, you just did ching chong, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Ching chong. That, that's the N word for the Chinese. All right. I know that because I worked at KLSX when uh, Dave Damashek did the Ching Chong bit on the Adam Carolla show, which did not go over well. But uh, And you've made beneficial uh, racist remarks to uh, Oriental people at one time. What, what did I do? At a party? You said Oriental, which is racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> but no, that was a big deal. It was um, on the Adam Carolla show. Uh, when the show first started, it was like early in the, the show and... Uh, uh, Dave Damashek did a bit called the Asian Excellence Awards, and it was just people going ching chong, ching chong, oh, no. and I was like, "What?" And I, I think I have friends that have a recording of it somewhere. I think we saved it because we thought it was interesting. But this we, this goes on, by the way. Okay. Well, this, okay. I think we need to move on to the next wait, one. Wait, 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 did wait, the guy wait, wind wait. up okay? Uh, so when the plumber didn't work out, the patient decided to remove the faucet himself with the doctor's guidance. I mean, I don't do my own plumbing at home, by the way. Like when, yeah, was, yeah. when, when the wife goes, like the toilet's backed up, there's that part of me that's like, I'm going to get a bunch of hangers together and I'm going to put it down <laughs> the pipes and I'm going to clear out like the big massive duke I took earlier in the day and like clean out the pipes. But I don't do plumbing in my own home, let alone my own face. Right. But luckily, it worked out. Apparently, this guy's natural. Uh, <laughs> little damage to the eye, no damage to the brain, only fa- fractures to uh, the facial bones. I'd, I'd love it, you know, if this happened in America, and then you have some, like, Larry the Cable Guy motherfucker come in. Like, you know, you're in, maybe you're in Beverly Hills. You're at Cedar sinai You got a faucet. And it's like, well, what do we got in here? Let me see here. Oh, what I'm going to need is I'm going to need a little bit of Drano, and I'm going to need a... Uh, I'm gonna what, what crescent wrench. Here? I'm gonna need a crescent wrench, and I'm gonna need uh, just a little bit Pipe of snake. and a little bit of googly googly. Wait, well, now he's Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly morphed into right. All right, here's one Bill here. Cosby plumber's crap. Would you like to hear my Al Gore? Would you like to hear my Al Gore impersonation? Why not? Why not? We're going that way. Go no! on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, what what else we got? Anything else good in there? All right, here's another great medical uh, term. Phononosia is a very rare disorder characterized by the inability to recognize people through their voices. Okay. So... That would be horrible if people were listening to the show. They just would have no fucking idea what's going on. They might just think it's a monologue. Yeah, they would just like... I mean, it's hard enough hearing three white guys talk and distinguish their voices, <laughs> but to, to, to be able to find out who's who in their personality, because it's like kind of being tone deaf to voice, I guess? 
Hmm. People with disorder, disorder can engage in face to face conversation, but they have difficulty in communicating over the phone because they cannot identify who they are speaking to.、Oh. Even if it's someone they know. Well, that's, that's very interesting, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> What's that book?、Um, sorry, Elliot. I was talking to Todd. No, wait, Buck, you were talking to me. Huh? Todd?、Um, Elliot? No? What? John? What? Is、This、John is weird?、Here? Wait, Elliot's here. Yes, John can't be here. <laughs> This is odd. Kira? I usually, I usually do the show. I just open my eyes. That's the thing. I usually do the show with、uh, Lokes on, and I usually close my eyes like Roy Orbison on stage, you know, because I have to have, I have a certain level of concentration that I have during each show. And yes. I don't know. Do I, have, do I suffer from this? Because I always thought your voice, even though I guess our, our、uh, co hosts always change, I never realized. I don't know your voice, Todd. I might have this disease. Hello? Elliot? Hold on. Yeah, I'm closing my eyes right now. Do it again. Hello? No, that was Elliot. Hello? Elliot, say, say give, me the, give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. No, that's Todd. That's、Hello? Todd, right? Todd? Hello? <laughs> Anything else in the story, Elliot? Todd is Todd, like, answering a phone call. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I mean, Elliot answered the phone call. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I ramp up when I answer the phone, by the way. <laughs> I, I give good phone. I got to be honest. Like, Buck, Buck gives great phone. Buck, whenever I call Buck, it's like, hey, what's up, man? And, and then it's, it's a great conversation.、Yeah. Worst. I am the worst. Elliot can't respond to a fucking text message for three weeks. <laughs> you call him on the phone, and like, he says something, and I go, I don't know what he said. The other day, Elliot emailed me, and it was like, can we record Friday night? Oh, my internet was down for a few days. No, 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 no. But, but the actual email, when it did work, made no sense. It was like, can we record Friday night and, and, then, and then do the show Saturday morning? And it's like, I got to go to a baseball game on Sunday. <laughs> like, none of, none of it was relevant at all to the conversation. And I'm like, how can Elliot be a man who on a podcast can communicate and all this shit? But when it comes to basic human interactions over, like, Sending a message to a human being. Off mic, he, he sucks.、Uh, off mic, Elliot is just a fucking mess. Useless. <laughs> Absolutely useless. Useless human being. All right, what else? We got, we got anything else in that list here? Find, find the, the, the best two for, to round out the show today. Okay, this one has to be great. Tree and lung. Oh.、Uh, when a 28 year old, I'm not even going to try and do this name, underwent surgery to remove a suspected cancerous tumor that was causing him extreme chest pain, medical staff in Another part of the world, I'm not going to try. You're all Russia. Was startled to see a tiny tree growing inside of his lung. Wow. So the, the guy, they, they, they did surgery, they opened the guy up, and they found a tree in his lung. A five centimeter fir tree branch was discovered. <laughs> Good Lord. When they did the lung biopsy. Now, did it have any ornaments on it? <laughs> did it have like a baby's first Christmas? Or a, in like Russia, a tree grows in lung. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Russia. I have a. It's always weird. I, I know it's kind of a tangent, but when it comes to Christmas tree ornaments, there's like, you know, we have all these nice bulbs on the tree, and then we have like a Jawa. You know, it, it doesn't quite add up. It's、nice. like my wife's got all like, she buys like the, the fancy pants ornaments, so it's all nice. It's like, you know, Martha Stewart, and then we have my ornaments, which is like a, a Raiders ornament and like a Jawa that says like, Happy Star Wars Christmas special. But I feel like if Buck Perez, let's just say they removed your lungs. Ooh. And I don't, 
they'd they'd find they wouldn't find a tree. They'd find trees in the Eminem sense. Like I, I feel like there's <laughs> like Sonny Bono hitting trees. That's right. I feel like you know the the lung is a moist environment, and mm. I'd have to say probably through you know thirty five years of living, you probably inhaled enough seeds. To something could have taken root, and you could have some hemp growing in your left or right lung. It's like Buck's gonna go in for a cancer screening. They'll be like, "I don't know if you have cancer, so much as you have medicinal marijuana growing in there." <laughs> growing <laughs> in there. Yeah, you have the pink crack or whatever they're calling the pot these yeah, days. Yeah, I got the, the green crack. crack. You yeah. got green crack growing in your lung. Got the Corleone OG. Got the fire OG. It'd be something OG. But Buck could cough up. Like a very rare strain of pot. Like the bat. Think about it this way. Like you know they have like um, really obscure uh, types of of uh, w- w- what am I getting at here? They, they have really obscure types of wine. Fine wines. Yeah. Fine yeah. wines. Where it's like this grape was grown beneath an orange grove in you know in uh, Tuscany, and it's this one grape varietal people can't get. Now Buck Perez could cough. And this would be a seed that had taken root in his lung of Buck Perez. And you could maybe sell whatever you coughed up for like $5,000 in the black market. Buck Perez OG. Buck Perez the OG f- lung weed. It's the finest crossbred. Yes. <laughs> it'd be like, you know what Keef is? Yeah. Of it'd be like, you know, it'd be like Keef for the bud smokers. You know, the OG shit. Yeah. Or, or the coffee that they pass through. Like they have like a special like... Um, the cat primate or whatever that eats it and then shits out the beans whatever that oh, coffee well, I've had yeah, yeah. it would be like that but it would be Buck Perez lungweed there you go All right, anything else on that list Elliot here's a gross one liver baby any guesses no, Buck no liver baby it sounds like when I have a really bad night of drinking <laughs> it's right up there lobster boy it sounds like but liver baby Okay. Uh, liver baby, dingo, liver baby took my baby. Is it, is it English or Australian? Because that's what I'm thinking. You're not too far off. It's from South Africa. Oh, liver South baby. Af- South Africa. Oh, gosh. The blood, blood diamonds. diamonds. Got the blood <laughs> diamonds down there with the crappy. Oh, wait. Real quick. Could I do my... um? Yes. Just South we're, doing every, we're doing everyone on this episode. Why not? <laughs> now! <laughs> in Cape Town! Wow. You're not going to mention District 9? <laughs> no. No. Just keep going. All right. Uh, lady in South Africa gave birth to a healthy 2.8 kilogram baby girl. Wait, I don't want any, wait, anything birthed in kilograms. I'm suspicious. That's not good. <laughs> uh, despite the fact that she developed not in her mother's womb, but in her liver. Oh, God. The strange pregnancy was thought to be caused by the embryo falling out of the fallopian tube and attaching itself to her liver. Oh. Uh, it's called an extra terrene pregnancy mm. although babies developed out of the uterus often die within a few weeks the baby girl named Nahala Lakinzulu appears to be perfectly healthy wow so she was born in a liver yep wow I was born by the river <laughs> with the liver wait does that mean she's going to be the greatest blues artist ever yeah I was born in the liver <laughs> exactly man it's like, triumphed through tragedy, I you know it's like you know you know that that show I didn't know I was pregnant. It's like, <laughs> then the next one I didn't I thought I had psoriasis. <laughs> I had gone out. I got white girl drunk many a night, and then little little no, it was it was a child. I've seen, I mean, I don't know. My wife and I, we like to watch. I didn't know I was pregnant, and it's always like these morbidly obese. It's it's a weird mix right. of morbidly obese and morbidly stupid. 
human beings. And the woman's like, I, I didn't know. Like I ate right. a, I ate a roast beef sandwich, and my stomach was bothering <laughs> it's, me. You know who it is? It's that cross section of chicks to where you don't want to be like, hey, congratulations, and then be like. What are you talking about? Like, right. you, do you think they look pregnant already? You know what I'm saying? And there's that type of person where you're, you're just like, oh, shit, do I make this call? Uh, no. I just, I'll be the rude guy who doesn't notice that she's pregnant. I, it's the fact that everybody's polite that they don't realize that they're pregnant because right. nobody's going, oh, wow, you're showing. <laughs> exactly. That's a baby bump on top of your gunt. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's usually that to that point. And then... The fact that these girls don't realize it is beyond me. I have no idea. Yeah, I've, I've seen this show, and the woman's like, yeah, I had, I had a roast beef sandwich, and I had like, some fettuccine Alfredo. And then what happens is they always end up, they go to the bathroom, and they sit on the toilet, and it's just, they're, they're, they're pushing, but they're pushing from the butthole and not from the vag. And then they, they stand up. They're like, this isn't working. I, there's nothing, I must be horribly constipated. And then they crouch, and then... <laughs> They find a head. There's too many details. Yeah, this is is, is every episode. (laughs) Yeah, damn. This is how it happens every time. They crouch. Yeah, this one woman. She was on a boat, which like took it up to the next level, and she she was with her husband or no, her boyfriend because it's never the husband. And she, they're on a boat, and then she goes to the back of the boat. Like there's that part on the back of a boat where you can like sit down and put your feet in the water by like the propeller, and she's sitting (laughs) down there. And she's like, oh, my God. Ah. And then she starts crouching. And then the great part is she doesn't realize that it's a child. She goes, I thought my insides were falling out of me, but it was like a skull with hair. And then whammo, like the kid hits the deck and they make sure the kid doesn't fall into the... Into the drink, into the ocean. Crouching bitch, hidden baby. <laughs> That's what it is. Crouching bitch, hidden baby. Well, we can't beat that. So I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Floral Podcast. Crouching bitch, hidden baby. Akbaka baka chaka. Buck Perez, thank you for being on the Floral Podcast today. Hey, thank you. Elliot Dagan. Good to be here. I, you know what? It's good you're here. <laughs> I mean, it's never usually good you're here, you know. I understand. Yeah. Great to see you. Buddy and uh, everybody, uh, throw up your comments at farallpodcast.com. People are commenting these days. We our, our listenership is as high as it's ever been. Thank you, Brian Whitman Podcast. And um, yeah, throw your comments up. We'd love to hear from you. There's nothing I love more than hearing from people on Twitter or uh, Facebook or the Facebook uh, Far Out page we have. So hit us up. Thank you very much. And Akbaka uh, Baka Chop.